This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? has their head in the clouds. Oh, my new jacket. Earth can be a little seedy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird going on here. Uh, just a little pruning. Water is always getting into something. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Help! And fire? As ordered, we run a little hot. This shop is dream of our family. Someday it'll all be yours. But we all live by one simple rule. Elements cannot mix. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Arvin. And together we are talking about Elemental, which is the latest from Pixar Studios. Uh, or, well... Disney Pixar, I guess, is what we have to call it these days. But yeah, um, it's out in theatres now. And okay, I have a lot to say, <laughs> but you go first. So I wanted to say that there are some studios that put out consistently good hits that even their misses are considered really good movies. Um, Pixar is a studio like that, A24, Annapurna, and that's how I feel about Elemental. It's not Pixar's best. Um, I don't even think it's in the top 10. I don't know if I'll watch it again on streaming when it's out. But it's still better than 95% of the other movies that I've watched in the last year. I really, really liked it. It's fun and it's sweet and it's poignant. But it's also not one of Pixar's heavyweight champions that I think I'm going to remember like two years from now. I'm not going to say like, oh, remember Elemental? That was such a good movie. Okay, so I uh, I really liked Elemental. I agree with you that it's not top five um, Pixar, maybe not even cracking top ten. I, I That's fair. Um, however, I think that the... It's a couple of things. Firstly, I think the marketing does it dirty. So I've been mm. seeing the trailers go on for a while now. And every time I see it in the cinema, I think to myself, huh, there's something about this that's not clicking for me. And, and I don't know why. Um, and I wanted to bring that up early because if you have felt the same, then I want to say early on in our review that the film is not really more than most. This film is not the trailer. It doesn't match at all. I don't understand why the trailer seems to play up these haha elements um, rather than what the film actually is about because the film itself is a combination of an immigrant story um, an immigrant story about fitting in about finding dreams but also primarily it is a romance and and that just isn't in it at all. And Pixar doesn't do a lot of romance. And I've enjoyed this foray into it. I, I found myself thinking, huh, I, I miss rom-coms while watching it. So the first thing that I texted you after watching <laughs> yeah. the movie was that, was that this feels like a streaming thing, right? Um, I felt like I was watching Disney Plus, but on a much bigger and that's not a bad thing. Streaming doesn't mean like uh, straight to DVD like it did 20 years ago. Mm. But there's just something very quote-unquote basic about Elemental that doesn't jive with Pixar's way of doing things, which is weird 
because the movie is like you said is dealing with a lot of big issues it's dealing with uh, topics like racism and and uh, minority experiences and family legacy but because pixar has done big issues before like existence and life and death and age and then losing people this felt very paint by numbers but the moment you said romcom i immediately saw the movie in a completely different light i'm like oh my god it's a it's a romcom so that's what they're going for and then it works so i i, I think yeah if they if they marketed it like a romcom i would have a lot of people i think would have seen the movie a lot differently going in actually you know what that made me realize that um because this movie when i say romcom it really is romantic um you know you have characters mm. who find themselves longing to touch but can't touch um there is an actual on-screen smooch um at some point and i think that these things aren't necessarily associated with kids movies because it's not exactly a kid rom-com or a ya rom-com it's like a rom mm. it's like a proper romantic comedy um but then the characters look quite childlike um which is kind of classic for for pixar very animated very very bright so i wonder also whether part of it is that the film itself is caught between two stools because pixar has always been a studio that makes films not just for kids um you know famously children can com- totally go to pixar and enjoy it um but a child watching inside out and an adult watching inside out a child watching soul and an adult watching soul get very very different things i think elemental kind of falls into that same category except what the adults get is much lighter and and maybe that's the part that's interesting yeah There's also there's also a bunch of innuendo throughout the movie and, <laughs> yeah. and they play with that so well um and that's another thing that that now I understand more because of the rom-com comp. Look, I haven't said what the characters names are. Um our <laughs> fire girl's name is Ember Lumen and mm-hmm. our water guy's name is Wade Ripple and that is just the beginning. They really go for the puns in this film, which I loved. I I like that they wore their punny hearts on their sleeves. It, it it's complete like dad joke yeah. puns and wordplay and i loved it i loved every single time they did a wordplay thing uh, ember works in a shop called the fireplace and like <laughs> why not why not right at this point why be smart about this when you can go for the low hanging fruit um which goes back to what i said before right the, the movie is paint by numbers but the best case scenario as a consumer and as someone who's paid for a ticket is you get paint by numbers by pixar standards which means that it's very 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 high standards um about the thing about it being for kids and adults i always get like mental whiplash when watching pixar movies because i'm watching it and thinking about the asian american experience or the racial divide or socio political dynamics and what happens uh, when water touches fire like scientifically you know what's going to what's going to happen And then all of a sudden I remember I'm watching a cartoon and there's a guy that's made of water and he's not wearing any pants. And he cries a lot. Like he, he cries, cries so much. So 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 <laughs> much. And it's a cartoon and it's very confusing. It's like the deep philosophies of Pixar's ridiculous looking characters. <laughs> um which is a very difficult thing to process as like a as, as a full grown up you know yes I, i i totally get it um i will say that i think you and i uh differ a little bit on the watching experience so mm. i found myself grateful that i went to the cinema and um i acknowledge that i would have been perfectly fine and very happy to have watched it on streaming if they had decided to make this a streaming only thing um the fact that we were reviewing it meant that i went to the cinema and i was really grateful for it because as we were in element city or as you're watching the 
there's so many kind of standout scenes. There's a scene... The first time you see the city is something... Um, there's mm. a scene with a hot air balloon, which is made by fire. <laughs> anyway, which is just wonderful to watch. Uh, there's an underground underwater scene that was also just so beautiful. And in those moments, I found myself glad that I was in a cinema in the dark, watching this on the big screen and listening to Thomas Newman's score through very loud speakers. So Thomas Newman's score is the thing that made me feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm watching this in the cinema and not on streaming because the, the visuals were amazing, the, the, the CGI, all the effects, the VFX are amazing. Um, but all of that, I could see myself watching it at home on a streaming service. I mean, in we already 4K, did with Luca. Yeah, with Luca. Mm. Um, but Thomas Newman's score is so beautiful um, and unexpected and different. And that was the most cinematic thing about the movie for me. Um, and I'm so glad that I got to hear that on loudspeakers and surround sound and in a cinema setting and, and not at home because there's no way you can get that kind of surround sound at home. So, yeah, that one thing, a cinema movie. Yes, the other thing is, and I think this might be uh, just just the kind of difference um, about how we feel about rom-coms. I don't think a lot of romantic comedies make their way on screen anymore. This is just the truth, right? We, we've talked mm -hmm. about this, romantic comedies, romantic dramas, dramas in general. Like these things don't often come to theatres anymore. They end up bypassing our country or they uh, I just studios release them on streaming. And so because of that, I was... I just found myself thinking, gosh, I haven't been to the cinema for an old-fashioned meet-cute disapproving parents rom-com for a good long while and I like that so I again was appreciative of the cinematic experience for that reason I don't know if that's enough to persuade people to go out and watch it and the movies kind of flopped uh, frankly in the box office mm. because I think of the confusion that we've talked about but it's worth going to the cinema I think can I add on to that? Um, because I've spoken about how, like, back when I was in college, I used to go for early morning movies, like mm. at 10.30 in the morning and 11 a.m. And most of them used to be rom-coms because it's just relaxing to watch. Like, you don't have to think a lot. You don't. There's not a lot of decision-making. You buy a cheap ticket, you go in, and, and they are always kind of satisfying in a warm and cozy way. And I got that same feeling when watching this. I just couldn't connect the dots because I think it's been so <laughs> long since I've seen a rom-com on the big screen. And, that, and it's are, Pixar. And it's Pixar. Yeah. So I, I couldn't connect the dots at all. But I had that exact same warm, cozy, easy feeling when watching this, which... Yeah, yeah, I like completely co-signed. Like, go watch this in the cinema if you miss that feeling, especially. We're talking today about Elemental, which is released by Disney Pixar. It's directed by Peter Sohn. It's produced by Denise Reem. It's written by a bunch of people. Um, it's got a lot of, it's got a variety of voices. There are a lot of characters. Uh, we'll get into all of that after this when we get back. Let us know, have you watched Elemental? Um, do you still think Pixar is worth going to the cinema to watch? They've kind of started straddling that line a little bit um, you can WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio But films man BFM 89.9 The Business Station So you've never left Firetown? Sorry buddy Elements don't mix Hey Plus my dad would boil you alive Why does anyone get to tell you what you can do in your life? Come on I see a change in you. Water guy? You live here? It's my mom's place. We got two kids that are swimming around here somewhere. Orca! Follow! What? 
I've been trying to fill my father's shoes, but I never once asked what I wanted to do. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Arvin. We are continuing our review of Elemental, which was directed by Peter Sohn and is a Disney Pixar release. So I wanted to talk about the characters and the voice acting because I think that's where a lot of the other stuff, we, we spoke about the romantic comedy element, but a lot of the other stuff, the stuff about multiculturalism, about race, about the immigrant experience, um, a lot of that comes through in the ways that the city looks and the difference in how the city looks when you move from one place to the next, uh, but frankly also in the voice acting and the way it was done. I, I love the voice acting. Um, I also think the voice acting for Pixar has changed over time. Like this is very, I don't know if kinetic is the right word for it, but it moves at like 100 miles a minute mm. um, in like new animation style, right? So you see these cartoons on like Cartoon Network and, and the new Disney Channel and, and stuff. I don't know if there is a Disney Channel or not, but those kinds of cartoons, they, are, they move at such breakneck speeds for new audiences. And I felt like this was in that same bracket there was so much going on and there's so much high energy and and sometimes it's so shrill and it's so up there <laughs> sometimes it was a bit of a this is probably showing my age love but it's probably a bit of a sensory overload for me who's used to older uh, animations and and cartoons but i still loved it i still enjoyed it quite a lot because it was different i'm just so happy that someone else is finally talking about shrill children or like shrill young people <laughs> it's not just me um i i think that um because I knew that I was, I recognized early that I was watching a rom-com, um, mm. I got to enjoy the tropiness of some of the, the scripting. Um, I think that Ember is a great character. I really liked her. Um, I liked how unapologetic she was about the things that she wasn't good about um, or things that she wasn't good at. I, I like that kind of admission. It's the sort of frankness in a character that I've come to expect from, from a Pixar. Uh, I think that the ways in which the different families were were animated or were written also did a good job because the lumens and the ripples uh, the fire family and the water family are very very different and you get to see that in the ways that they interact with one another and also in fundamentally how they relate to to other things right um, you get to see things like privilege even play out in in really small little scenes do you think these movies are being made more and more for international audiences because sometimes i think about Think about the U.S. market, right? And mm. they're predominantly, predominantly white kids who are going to watch this. And a lot of Ember's experiences you can relate to if you are a person of color or if you're Asian, um, more Asian, actually. Asian, and I think, I, yes. Yeah, and, mm. and I, don't, I don't know if, if you are a privileged white kid watching this, if you can resonate with Ember's experiences or is this like sort of a a learning experience for you or if it's just going to be like a cartoon. So I think about like, is Pixar making things for us now more than their domestic market because that's where more of the money comes from also or huh. how does this work? You know, I don't know. That That's a good question. I think that the hope is that on a very cynical level, you watch this movie and you like Ember and you want to buy the doll um, or mm. you want to you know do whatever. And so you end up resonating with her and her story and then hopefully you think about why she feels the way she feels and then you can have those sorts of conversations. I think that's the ideal setup. Um, but yeah, I don't know, because I did find myself thinking this really works for me um, 
in again, the Asian context uh, with our sort of familial relationships. Like, I understood it very clearly. Um, but you're right, I don't know if that's across the board. I do think, can we talk a bit more about the animation just briefly? Because yeah. it's so beautiful. It's really beautiful. The way fire flickers, um, the way water is bulbous. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I, I just really loved the way that it was animated and how it looked. Do you also feel like animation is going back to a sort of 2D uh, sensibility more and more nowadays? Oh yeah, because a little bit. Right? Mm. They, they've done the 3D so much and they've gone so far that I think now it's it's going back to 2D animation, or at least how 2D animation looks using a 3D platform or software, whatever it is. It's the because colors, the, I think, also. It, it, it's the colors, the flat-ish colors. Mm. And also Ember is, Wade is very 3D, like you said. Um, <laughs> but but Ember is sort of flat-ish, more like, um, more like paper animation. And I found it so interesting the way she moved and the way the fires like constantly, you know, the way the, the, the color of the fire changes. All of that is like so, so beautiful to watch. Um, actually, she remem- she reminded me of, uh, what is his name? Calcifer. Uh, Calcifer in Howl's Moving Castle. The, the way oh, the right. fire... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. She, she reminded me a little bit of that. And then that's hand-painted. So yeah, I, I'm not sure the kind of ways in which the animation looked and worked but I just really enjoyed it I mean there's a character called Ghibli in the the movie yes so So, you know yeah maybe there's also a character called Claude who is an earth element Claude is just (laughs) something else we needed more of Claude there was we disagree on this (laughs) (laughs) you thought there was just enough Claude I was like I want to see a Claude series or spin-off Claude is Claude is Claude, like, you know, but he's smooth. <laughs> I was done with Claude's underarms. I was quite ready to move on from it. Uh, okay, so we've got a couple of minutes. I think it is worth, as always with Pixar, this is a classic warning. Um, in my cinema, people were audibly weeping. So mm. uh, there weren't that many people in the cinema, but the ones that were there... Towards the end, there were gasps, there was, (laughs) and, you know, there was a sort of deep resentment that you could feel swelling up from the audience that the cinema turned on the light so quick. So I'm just going to say, at least in my theatre and in my personal tear ducts, um, Elemental did do the Pixar thing, did get the cry. So for mine, uh, I was surprised there were a lot of kids. I mean, mm. obviously, but there were a lot of quiet kids. So I know a lot of people were watching and a lot of parents were paying attention. Um, I was actually, I, I teared up more for the, the seven minute up shot that they played before the movie. I have I, mixed I, feelings about that. We can talk about that separately. Yeah, I, that, that one got me. Um, Elemental quite a bit. Uh, didn't tear up. I felt like very, very emotional. But yeah, the up thing, the moment the music played, it, it, it got me lah. So yes, there is an up thing, fellas, um, if you were thinking about watching it in the cinema. Um, we've been talking today about Elemental, uh, which is the latest release from Disney Pixar. It hasn't really done that well, um, which has, I think, opened up a separate pool of questions about what happens next. But anyways, we liked it. Uh, Let us know if you've watched it yet or if you're planning to. You can send us a WhatsApp uh, at 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. And of course, you can write to us at movies at bfm.my. been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.